this former cop turned to OnlyFans to make $2 million a year, and now she fears men only want her money. And in quotes, I'm scared of gold diggers. So let's get right into it. A former cop who makes millions of dollars on OnlyFans has revealed she has never been on a date and is scared of gold diggers, using her for her hard-earned cash. Charlotte Rose, 28, has been sharing saucy content on the website since it started back in 2016. She quit her career in law enforcement several years later when the money began pouring in. The British bombshell can make upwards of $200,000 per month on OnlyFans, but says she's now worried about attracting a man who's only interested in her income. Which, by the way, for anyone out there that stumbles upon this, $200,000 in recurring revenue is insane, okay? Just, Just think about it, okay? If you knew that pretty much regardless of what you did, this month, you get paid 200000 Next month, you get paid around 200000 The month after that, you get paid around 200000 Like That is some crazy cash coming in. Like That is actually really amazing. So props to her to create an income stream that is $200,000 a month. Like, that is some crazy numbers. So, I do worry with the cars that I have that a guy would look at that and be like, Jackpot, I get to drive supercars and luxury cars every day and live in a big house, bros told Jam Press. Now, here's the thing, right? Like, before we continue, I completely understand where she's actually coming from, right? Because it's kind of like in a weird situation where now she probably should actually be a little bit worried about a potential partner being like, hey, are you now my sugar mommy kind of thing? Like, it gets kind of like a weird situation, right? Because... The type of guy that she would probably want probably would not want her. And what I mean by this is that to find a guy that one is okay with her doing OnlyFans as like a job and all that kind of stuff, two would be attractive enough to her in terms of physical appearance, three to be attracted enough in terms of being independent enough compared to her in terms of like income. Now she might say that she doesn't care if her partner might have a lot of money, but the reality of the situation, if she's basically making $2 million a year, but her partner is only making 100000 a year, she might not really find that attractive. 
She might not be bothered by it. I don't know. I don't know her mind. But more than likely, she would probably not be attracted to a guy only making like $100,000 a year. And the sad part is that a guy who's probably over six foot, who's attractive enough in like physical appearance for her, plus making 100K per year is like, I think, less than 1% of the total population. So like her outlook for like a potential partner is like very rare, right? Like there's not a lot of options for her to find a guy at her income level and also fitting all these other potential criteria. So the stunner recently splashed $350,000 on a purple Lamborghini, a lavish vehicle that may attract the wrong kind of man. Now what's interesting though, she potentially bought this car simply to attract men. Right, because here's the thing, which a lot of people, especially like on YouTube that have supercars, ended up basically exposing this kind of uh, unknown truth about attracting the opposite gender with a supercar. It doesn't really work, right? Like a lot of them basically revealed, like, yeah, so if you're a guy wanting to get a supercar to pick up girls, you're actually more likely going to get the advances of other guys, the attention of other guys, other than girls, right? That's the funny part about it. So she might have actually bought this car specifically to attract guys. (laughs) However, Rose says it's not just gold diggers that scare her off dating. The busty brunette says she's never had a boyfriend and is now too busy to prioritize her romantic life. I don't really socialize as I'm always working, so I don't really meet many new people, the ex-cop claimed. Now here's the thing. She says she's never had a boyfriend, right? Now, that could be 100% truthful, right? So let's go on the assumption, right? You know, benefit of the doubt. Let's give her the, like, let's work on the assumption that, okay, you never, ever had a boyfriend, right? I understand why someone like that might be scared, to like put themselves technically like at risk for like being rejected, right? Regardless if she's doing OnlyFans or not, which by the way, because she's doing OnlyFans, that might actually make her chances of being rejected actually a lot higher, right? Regardless of how much money she's making, there's going to be a lot of guys that are not okay with her doing something like OnlyFans. That's like a reality, right? And the fact that she's never had a boyfriend, again working on the assumption that she's never had a boyfriend, she shouldn't really try to justify continuously not having a boyfriend simply because she's too busy. 
because when you think about it, the majority of her income is recurring revenue, like a monthly subscription. So yeah, her income might dip a little if she spent a little bit amount of time into like increasing her love life, but you know, it's not going to be that big of a hit in the grand scheme of things. So if she really wanted to find a boyfriend, she could. Like that's the reality of the situation. She could find a boyfriend. The question is, could she find a boyfriend, the first ever boyfriend that she ever wants, and actually it be the type of guy that she actually wants, right? So she says, I don't really socialize as I'm always working, so I don't really meet many new people, the ex-cop claimed. The only time I chat to guys is on OnlyFans, and most of them are faceless, anonymous guys, she added. And the ones who do send pictures, I always wonder if I'm being catfished, and it's really them. Now, that's like a little bit depressing, right? Like, if everything that she said is honest, right? Again, working on the assumption that everything she's saying is honest, is really sad, right? Because this gets into this weird situation where now all of her experiences with basically the opposite sex, the opposite gender, is purely through internet communication of most people being faceless and also most of the people potentially just blatantly lying to her face, right? And by the way, all of them are spending money to simply talk to you. Like, it's a very odd situation, right? Interesting. So Charlotte Rose is shown in her police uniform, and the model now makes at least 10 times what she did as a cop. I would say definitely more than 10 times. But that's interesting, right? And was also interesting, right? Her wearing her police uniform would never give you the idea that she is, like, physically attractive, which is, like, very interesting, right? Like, the type of, like, police uniform that she's wearing, you would have no idea. You would literally have no idea. Like, you could see that she has a nice face, but you would never think that her body is good, right? Like, you would never get, like, any assumption about her body one way or the other. Like, that's what's so interesting about this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so... However, she says she is eager to find love and wouldn't say no to a date if the right person came along. I think in the next couple of years, once I've really got myself set for life... I can calm down on the work front and focus on me time, and I guess with that a guy may come, she optimistically stated. Rose also clarified that her OnlyFans account isn't overly explicit, and she makes millions without exposing her entire body. Hey, you know, congratulations to that, because a lot of OnlyFans models that end up like doing that sort of stuff they tend to drop off once they show everything, 
right? I think one of the best examples of this was like, I think a girl called Belle Dolphin, Belle Delphine. Yeah, Belle Delphine, 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 whatever her name is. I believe that was like the perfect example because like a YouTuber actually like broke this down in like a very good documentary where Belle Delphine was super good at marketing herself, her brand, but the second they like the second that she pretty much got rid of what she might look like without clothes on, all of her numbers dropped. Like the amount of money that she was making dropped. I think at one point she was like bringing in over seven figures a month, right? Like over $1 million a month. So sometimes for these women, it might be better to actually not really show everything and just be more kind of like maybe like a next door type of like playboy or something. I guess the best way to explain it kind of like be like not necessarily fully explicit, not fully adult, but like almost like more like a tasteful type of like modeling, I guess. Like nothing like too graphic, I guess. That I think in like more of like a long-term kind of thing would actually probably make them more money. Not only that, I believe a lot of these OnlyFans models now also pay like a service where people, like they have like a team messaging the guys that like are subscribed to their stuff if they like offer this like extra service where you can like text them and they're you're not really texting them, you're like texting like some like service, right? But you are believing that you're actually texting whatever model it actually is. Like it's very smart on the OnlyFans model creator because basically they're able to build so much rapport, so much returning business because they get their fans to basically think that they're falling in love with them and they just keep stringing that along and along and along buying more premium stuff and all that kind of stuff and end up turning like, you know, a $200,000 per month business to more like a $10 million per month business. So everyone assumes OnlyFans is just, you know, adult content, which I have nothing against, but personally... I don't do that level of content, the beauty stated to JM Press. My page is very tame, but it works because I'm niche. So many pages are hardcore, but I won't do that. I like my page to be different. I'll roleplay and talk to the camera as if it's a guy and cover some fantasies, but it's mostly me talking to them, she added. It's personal for me and I've built up relationships with a handful of my fans that I talk to daily and know inside out. I know their children's names, their job titles, and if they're having a bad day. And when they are, I'll send a voice note and some pictures of my dogs to cheer them up. And Rose says the personal commitment she gives to her paying subscribers is taxing and that she can be working 16 hours a day. Now here's the thing, right? If she is like a girl who ends up doing this herself, 
which may or may not be the case, but let's just assume, you know, working under the assumption that she is telling the truth. If she is doing what she's saying that she's doing, that means that she is building up like a level of loyalty to her fan base that is going to be insane, right? Because if you are like a fan of like a creator, and not just that, you feel like they actually personally care about you, not to mention if you find them attractive, guess what? You are going to be more than likely to stick with them for a very long time. So if anything, it's kind of like a situation where you have a like a perpetual person in your life that is in the friend zone like category forever and they give you money to simply look at you and talk to you right it's like is that level of like connection but also almost kind of like culty in a way or like basically you know you could call these guys like simps but i don't want to be like rude to them because the thing is is like a lot of these guys that end up like, you know, signing up for these women's OnlyFans, they're probably dealing with depression. Some of them might be dealing with mental health. Some of them might be just having like a super bad day. So I don't want to like, you know, put them down in like any way because maybe this outlet for them makes them feel better, makes them have a little bit better day. So I'm not going to like smack them down on that. It's just that, this can get easily very unhealthy for anyone that ends up stumbling upon this, right? Not just for like her fans, but also for herself, right? Because this is another thing that ends up getting kind of weird, right? Because for example, if she does end up having a partner in the future, like a boyfriend in the future, is that guy going to be okay with her messaging all these other guys all day, every day, because now she's going to be emotionally tied to all these guys that she's texting, while also supposedly being in a committed relationship, like, that gets into, like, a really weird gray zone, right, especially if we're working on the assumption that she's never had a boyfriend before, if she is communicating with all these guys, giving her emotions to them, and vice versa, is basically like she's in like a weird digital relationship with all these different guys, all at the same time, yet she's not really physically getting anything out of it. So it's, it's going to be like really screwy, like mentally. So I think long term, she should probably scale that stuff back because that's probably going to be extremely unhealthy for her and for the fans of hers. However, when she finally meets the right man, Rose already knows what she wants for a first date. In an absolute dream world, my ideal date would be some isolated beach in the Maldives or somewhere candle lit next to the ocean. She cooed. But in the real world, probably McDonald's Big Mac and strawberry milkshake.
See, I think probably one of like the best ideal first dates is not really where you end up going somewhere, but more so that you end up doing something with the person that day, right? So let me just give you like an example, right? For those that might end up listening to this and they end up going on like a first date with someone, right? Like a good idea for like a first date is definitely not to the movies, definitely not where you end up sitting down and eating something, right? Like at like a restaurant or like McDonald's or all that kind of stuff, right? No. What you want to do is like something like this, right? Why not go someplace with this person and go rollerblading together? Like down like a uh, a bike trail or something, right? Or like a hiking trail or like do something like do something active that you do together, right? I think that'd probably be more of like an ideal first date because one, you end up hanging out with each other. You end up physically doing something with each other, right? And if you end up like, I don't know, maybe doing like a picnic or something on top of that because you guys end up spending a lot of time to each other doing multiple different things together and kind of like growing like almost like rapport, because if you just go on, like, on a first date to, like, the movies or something, dude, that's just super awkward. Like, no matter who you are, no matter your experience with women or men, whichever way you go, it's just going to be super awkward, right? Because, what, you're going to, like, say nothing for two hours next to the person on your first date? Hey, that's kind of weird, right? Why not just hang out with them while you guys both do something actively? Right? Instead of just sitting there super awkward and be like, oh no, should I lean over there? Oh no, what should I say? Oh no. Did I wear enough deodorant? You know? But no, I thought this was a pretty interesting story. Hopefully, she ends up finding, I guess, uh, a boyfriend or something. But also, look, for her, she is trying to like, kind of like make excuses to be frank as to why she's not going out there to, like, get a date, right? And really, in her situation, and I mentioned this before on, like, a similar, like, OnlyFans article, the best thing that she could do is make sure she has no debt of any kind, put, in her case, six months of like an emergency fund, and then put the rest towards investments that will provide her with income. So this could be real estate. This could be like an S&P 500 that ends up like pooping out like a dividend, right, every single year. Like it's something to really think about because her main thing is that she can make a lot of money very quickly in the next few years as long as she keeps her audience base super strong. Like, she doesn't really have to do much more, right? If she just automates her investing, if she just keeps her expenses not too crazy, right? And here's the thing, right? Some people might be saying, like, hey, you know, didn't she just buy, like, that 300-something thousand dollar, $350,000 purple Lamborghini? Yeah, that's not even two months of income. Think about that for a second. That is not even two months of her year income. 
it's not that bad of a purchase. Now, is it financially responsible? Technically, yes, because of the ratio of her yearly income versus this, right? It's basically the equivalent of a person spending $2,000 when they're making what would be a good ratio hmm So $200,000 per month, $2 million a year. That's like 10, eh, not really 10 times the amount. Because, you know, there's 12 months out of the year. It'd be similar to someone making $35,000 a year, spending like maybe $3,000 on a beater like a beater car, right? Roughly speaking. Like, it's not that bad of an idea, right? Especially if you want a car. So that's just something to really think about. Like, everything dealing with, like, personal finance isn't necessarily about the, like, amounts. It's the ratios, right? Like, for example, if you're able, in terms of, like, a ratio live off of 25% of your yearly income after taxes, that's really amazing, regardless of the amount of money that actually is, right? So you could be, you know, just to keep things simple, you could be making like $100,000 a year after taxes, live off of $25,000, that's super amazing, right? But if you like keep escalating that, so now, you know, 25% 25% of like a million dollars is like 250,000. So if you live off of 250,000 a year, that's still pretty amazing. But in comparison to the other one, it looks extravagant when it's not really extravagant. That's so that's something just to really like understand, right? It's like personal finance is personal, but as long as you keep the ratios the same as your lifestyle increases or decreases, you're going to be doing overall pretty well, right? So just keep that in mind. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. By the way, you lady, Charlotte uh, Charlotte Rose, I hope you find a boyfriend, I guess. <laughs>